Welcome to the Legal Nurse Podcast, where you'll get tips to expand your legal nurse consulting skills. Every week, you'll hear from experts from within and outside the legal nurse consulting business. They'll share their knowledge to help you grow. Your show is moderated by Pat Iyer, a legal nurse consultant with over 30 years experience. So join our community, sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Here's your host, Pat Iyer. Welcome to Legal Nurse Podcast. This is Pat Iyer, and today we're going to be talking about personalities and how they influence your interactions with other people, including your clients. I have with me today Lorna Kibbe, who is a person that I met through the National Speakers Association. We have a group in South Florida that meets every month, and we get together and talk about our speaking businesses, and Lorna has been part of that core group since the first day that we began. She designs and delivers management and leadership seminars and services to the public and private sector organizations. She focuses on a lot of issues surrounding leadership, motivation, and communication. She's a motivational speaker. She speaks at a large variety of conferences and meetings and conducts workplace assessments and workshops for teams and workshops for all levels of employees, including using a tool called Everything Disc, which we'll talk about in this program. Lorna has a master's degree in business administration and a bachelor's of arts in communication, and she achieved recognition in Florida as a certified public manager and was recognized as the best boss of the year in a nationwide initiative. Lorna, welcome to the show. I'm so pleased that you could be with us today. Thank you, Pat. Hello. What we're going to be talking about today is the, the DISC program and personalities, which are so important when you are in business, when you're working with attorneys and clients of different kinds, is to have a feeling for how you can interact effectively with a variety of different personality types. I know that I talked with you uh, a little bit about your background in terms of the topics that you present. We've discussed this when we've had our lunches. What focus do you take when you are working on presentations and presenting them to various groups of people? As you know, leadership is my specialty and my passion. And leadership really includes a lot of topics. So I present on whatever the need is of the organization who, who needs me. I customize the content for their needs, but much of it centers on those common leadership issues, delegation, supervision, management, conflict, getting results, strategic planning, meetings, communication, mentoring, <laughs> motivation, teamwork. I even do a session on how to do presentations because I do so many presentations. Mm -hmm. And I, I really look for a, a tool to use in a lot of these sessions, which is where DISC comes in. So I, I've achieved certification in presenting everything DISC programs on teamwork, leadership, management, and so on. I, I use those DISC assessments as a tool to help leaders increase effectiveness by working on relationships within the organizations. Because you know, Pat, it's true that a lot of problems between employees are the source of issues in organizations. 
Well, and we certainly see that in the medical legal world, because if there's conflict in a team and poor communication, it has a direct impact on patient safety. There's a, a group called the Joint Commission that is one of the major accrediting bodies, and they've studied why medical errors occur. And the number one reason is some type of a communication breakdown. Right. And it's, it's an environment, you know, I've done a lot of work in healthcare systems, and it's a very dynamic environment with a lot of going on and a lot at risk. So it's, it's very susceptible to these types of disagreements that happen because everyone's trying to do the right thing. <laughs> and it's, mm -hmm. uh, this is something that can really help people understand different styles and how to have more effective relationships. We're going to be talking about the DISC personality profile, and that's spelled D-I-S-C. It's a tool that I first became aware of probably about three years ago when I started a coaching program. And the first thing that we did was to do an analysis of our personalities. I know that there are people listening who have not heard of the DISC personality profile test. Could you tell us what it stands for and where did this test come from? Absolutely. DISC is actually a model. It was originated by Dr. William Marston in the 1920s. And it was 1928, he published a book called The Emotions of Normal People. That's where it all started. He identified at the time what he called four primary emotions, dominance, influence, steadiness, and conscientiousness. And you can see that the first letter of each of those spells DISC, D-I-S-C. Mm -hmm. It actually wasn't until the 1970s when there was uh, the first attempts to really measure this model and make it available for general use. Over time, theory has evolved substantially as our ability to understand and research has, has increased. In the early 2000s, researchers at Enscape Publishing, which is now known as Wiley, experimented with and, and they developed ways to represent DISC with a circumplex model. It used to be a line graph. And this iteration is really the best representation of the DISC model that I've seen because the person's DISC style is represented as a dot within the DISC map. And it really simplifies our ability to understand this thing and to use it in, in many different applications. So it sounds to me like that there are different varieties of this test available. And I shared with you when I was preparing questions to be able to ask you today that I was reviewing the result that I got three years ago. And then I found a a uh, scaled-down version of this on the Internet that was a free test. I took it again, and I got a slightly different score. Why are there discrepancies in uh, test results? There are many, many versions of DISC, <laughs> and it's really easy to find one online. And there's no longer a patent. It's, a, you know, it's the research is, is old, but it's, it's also easy to research and get inaccurate results on the internet. I personally use products from Wiley because their reliability and research standards are well known and published. There are free assessment tests on the internet and as I said they can easily give incorrect results that lead to incorrect conclusions. DISC is really a very complex and extremely powerful model and it needs to be used carefully so it's important to use a reliable source if this is something that you want to consider doing. 
So when you're looking for a disc product to use, I would really advise you to check to make sure that this product that you're going to use, wherever you find it, has published reliability scores and published research. And make sure that you're using a model that relates specifically to your need. Ten free questions on the internet isn't going to do it. <laughs> Wiley, for example, they have several versions of the DISC assessment. There's Everything DISC Workplace, which is probably the most commonly known DISC assessment out there. But they also have one for leaders that focuses on vision, alignment, and execution. It's called DISC Work of Leaders. They also have one for management that focuses more on directing, delegating, motivating, developing others, working as a manager. They have one for teams called the Five Behaviors of a Cohesive Team. They even have a sales model for people who do sales. So there are many different versions of DISC available, and I would really advise that you go out there and research all this before you just go take a free one on the Internet and jump to some conclusion that maybe isn't right. And, and one other thing, when you're looking at these models, make sure you look at follow-up tools because Wiley, for example, they offer a lot of tools that can be used for individuals and for your work group after you've taken the assessment, and many of them are at no cost. A lot of, or a lot of these things you find on the Internet don't have any kind of follow-up for you. So I guess the, the summary here is, is this is a, a really complex, serious model, so be careful about just going out there and trying something on the Internet. Make sure you're you're using one of the disc products that has been proven. Well, thank you. Those are great points for us to be aware of. Let's talk about the four different types of personality styles. And I wondered if you could take us through and describe the behaviors that are associated with DISNC. Oh, I'd love to do that. This is so fascinating to me because, you know, in the work that I do, when you look at these and when you understand them, it's so true that these four different styles exist in people. And when you, when you understand how, how that works, you really have an ability to work at a higher level. So let's start by understanding that although DISC is known as having four styles, the model at its core is two-dimensional. So we start with two basic differentiations. It's, it's kind of like a continuum, if you can think of it as that. I know it's hard to be visual, you know, on a, on a podcast, but try to think of a continuum. And the first one is that we look to, to decide whether people are more naturally fast-paced or more moderate-paced. So they're either really quick to act or they're slower to act. So they're more action-oriented or process-oriented. So, you know, if you think of yourself on that continuum, which one are you, Pat? Would you say you're quick to act or maybe a little slower? You like to think through things. Oh, I which think I'm definitely process-oriented because legal nurse consultants are very analytical, very okay. detail-oriented and analytical. Right. Okay, so that's our first continuum. So, you know, when you're thinking about this styles, that's the first question. The second continuum is that people are either more questioning and skeptical, which I think is what you just said, <laughs> or they're more trusting and accepting. So task orientation versus people orientation. And I think I heard you just say that you're more task oriented, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Okay. that's true. So, so those are the two, two continuum. Then you, you take those, and the, the DISC style reflects the resulting interaction between those two dimensions. So... People who are quick to act and fast-paced and at the same time are more questioning and skeptical, like what 
what you just, you described that you were slower to act. The people that are quicker to act and more questioning skeptical are typically known as the D style. These folks want fast results. They're self-confident, they're direct, they're strong-willed, even forceful sometimes. One time I met a person who had a D style and I knew he was D before I even went in his office because there was a sign on his door that said, be brief, be bright, be gone. <laughs> <laughs> and that really does describe the D style. You know, they're impatient. Sometimes they're a little bit insensitive and they worry about not always having control. However, they will be sure that we keep moving forward and that we get things done. They're drivers. We really need those Ds. So looking further at this, if you take those people who are quicker to act and say, instead of being questioning, they're more accepting and trusting of people. So they're quick to act, but they're also kind of more people-oriented. That's our I style. They also want action, but they're social creatures. They like to talk, and they're very lively. They actually get ideas as they talk <laughs> so they're very talkative you know it's like they'll, they'll have an idea they'll be talking about it oh, look there's a bird that gives me another idea you know mm -hmm. they love group activities they see the big picture they like to collaborate they're enthusiastic sometimes though they have a little trouble staying organized and following through because they're not very detail oriented you know they're big picture They'll be sure that we see the big picture and that we all work together collaboratively. So we, we really need those eyes. So then when we move to the other continuum, which is what you said, maybe a little slower to act. Uh, you, know, you just want to think through things, be a little more reflective, more moderate paced. And if we put that with like the I style, people who are more accepting and trusting of others, that's typically our S style. So they're a little more reflective, people oriented, they want to think through things before they jump ahead. They like stable environments where people work together in harmony. <laughs> they, they like it peace throughout the land. <laughs> they're mm -hmm. gentle, they're patient, they're good listeners, they're very loyal. They can be indecisive. Sometimes they seem a little overly accommodating. They don't want to offend anyone. That's one of their greatest fears. They just want everybody to get along. So they keep the peace. We, we really need those S's. And finally, people who are slow to act and more questioning, this sounds like you, Pat, maybe the C style, they want things to be right. So they're not afraid to challenge standing assumptions. They're precise, a little bit reserved, analytical. Does this sound like you, Pat? Yeah, I identify with that one. <laughs> yeah, they enjoy stability. Sometimes they can be a little bit overly critical, but they're, they're very detail-oriented. They're great with details. They'll make sure we get things done right. We, we really need those Cs. Now, one thing that research has given us is a much better understanding of those four styles. And Wiley's now using adaptive testing. So what happens with that is we have the ability to really do a much uh, more precise differentiation. So Wiley now, when they do their assessments, they're reporting on 12 styles instead of four. Because what they're saying is, you know, you have that person who's a D, but are they a straight up D or maybe are they a D that's a little more people oriented or they, are they a D that's more detail oriented? So that means three possible D styles. You can be a D or a DI, or maybe you lean more towards a DC. And with the I style, same thing. You can be an I, 
or maybe you're the ID, you know, leaning towards that D, or maybe an IS and so on. I know it's a little hard to understand just talking it over, but that that's basically three styles per quadrant. So now it's so precise that it can tell you a, a lot more accurately what your style is and what that means. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think what you're saying is is that you can be a blend of a couple of different styles and maybe yes. more than yes. two, possibly even three, because I got a score that was D and then also SC when I mm -hmm. took that scaled-down free test that I found on the Internet. Right, you're right. It, it can be a blend of styles. And in old disc language, people used to call that a secondary style. But now our research, especially with Wiley, is so precise that we can get a lot more, uh, a lot more accurate with that. Before I continue with the show, I'll take a minute to share a resource that will make it even easier to develop solid relationships with your clients, the kind that result in repeat business and word-of-mouth referral. Both are golden for us. I have a lot of tips in my 2017 book, how to Manage Your Legal Nurse Consulting Business, Top Tips for Success. You've gotten your legal nurse consulting business started, you've gotten clients, and you want to sustain your success. Business development and client management are intertwined. Both are necessary for a stable business. In this book, I tackle how to control your money and your goals to subdue the evil twins of perfectionism and procrastination, and to get more done through outsourcing. You will reach a stressed out state as a business owner. I can guarantee you that. I share tips for managing your stress and your health. Are you ready to hire an employee? I added a chapter on the process of interviewing and hiring. The second part of the book, shares tools and techniques for deepening your relationships with your clients. You will discover how to win over and retain the clients you want and recognize those who are too much trouble. Mastering negotiation, business communication, and conflict are essential. I show you how. This is the book to use to build a stable foundation for your business. Get your copy at http colon forward slash forward slash lnc.tips forward slash creating series and get a 25% discount by using the code listened in the coupon box during checkout. Let's return to the show. It's interesting as you're talking about the different styles because I can think of people in my life who exemplify each of these different areas. Right. And I think in our field, as legal nurse consultants, our whole credibility is based on being detail-oriented. You will talk to legal nurse consultants who say they love to delve into the facts and the details and find that one piece that changes mm -hmm. the whole complexion of the case. Like being a little detective with a magnifying glass, that excites us. Mm -hmm. um, but I've worked yep. with uh, one attorney I worked with for many years who was the classic extrovert, outgoing, um, somebody else takes care of the details, please. I have the big <laughs> okay. picture. I know where I want to go, but don't bog me down with making me go through the steps to get there. 
Yeah, exactly. Right. And we find a lot of, of nurses are either an S or a C. You know, they're, there's, there's caring people that are more reflective. It's not that they don't want to get things done. They just want to be sure about what they're doing. They want it to be right. So that, that goes along with what I know, too. But I think that's an interesting observation that you can think of people in your life and kind of see where they fall because that's, that's the whole point I was trying to get across, so I'm glad I did, is when you look at just those two continuum of people being either more questioning or skeptical or, or more trusting and accepting, or people being either fast-paced or moderately paced, you can really come to a lot of conclusions just with that and kind of understand what their style is and what's going on. And I think also in the practice of law, there are a lot of people who are detail-oriented. They have to be able to take this massive information about a case and boil it down to what is their theory of the case, but they have to be able to look at all the pieces that would influence the decisions that they make as attorneys. You know, mm -hmm. are, is there right. more investigation? Um, a lot of attorneys love to collect as much data as possible so that they get the biggest picture and they hate to be surprised by a detail that they don't know about, but especially one that's going to harm their case. That's mm -hmm. one of their biggest fears. So mm -hmm. they, they thrive on data and details in handling their cases. Yes, but attorneys also, like the one you described, they have to be in court sometimes. They have to be out there. They have to be that, that cheerleader kind of person. Mm -hmm. So we find attorneys who fall in different styles, and that's, that's a really important point. You know, the I and the C are kind of opposite each other. The C person is very detail-oriented, very process-oriented. The I person is that big picture person who doesn't like details. But that doesn't mean that that I person can't do details. They can. They can do it. They can be great at it. It's just not fun. <laughs> it's, 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 a lot, it's a lot harder for them. You know, it's not their favorite thing to do. Where the C person is like, oh, this is fun. You know, I'm digging mm -hmm. out every little detail. I'm going to find something. You know? mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't, it's not, in no way is this strengths and weaknesses, which is what I love about this model. It's just my natural style means that I love details and I'm going to dig into it. If I have to do, go out there and make a speech, I can, but I'm not going to love it, you know, or, or I'm the kind of person who naturally does not like details, but if I have to do it, I can do it. It's just not my favorite thing, so, mm -hmm. there, yeah. How does knowing your distyle affect your relationships with other people? Well, first it's understanding that all disc styles are equally valuable. And once you understand those differences in style, it's easy to see that behavioral and communication preferences of other people are normal, not weird, <laughs> and certainly not directed at you personally. And that's one thing I see with this that happens a lot when I do disc workshops is people are, you know, I ask, I challenge them. Think about somebody you have a hard time getting along with. What is their style? And when you start to look at their style and see that it might be opposite of yours, and, and you learn about their priorities and their motivations, their fears, their limitations and strengths because of their style, it really makes it much easier for you to know how to flex your style so that you can have a more effective relationship with everyone around you. 
I can think of people that I've met who are what fit into the category of heart-centered entrepreneurs who are the mm -hmm. lifestyle coaches and the mindset coaches. And their thinking is so opposite mine. Sometimes I feel like I've dropped into a totally <laughs> different universe. Right, right. My children have said to me, Mom, you spend too much time in your head and not enough time in your heart. And my response is, well, let me analyze that. What is it that you're saying? <laughs> See, that's typical for that C style, you know. That's, and they need to understand that's a strength, you know. We need people who can do that. I mean, and that's really the thing about the workplace we have to recognize is that, you know, our greatest fear is that we have a workplace where everybody's one or two styles because each style has unique strengths. And we need all of that. To really be successful in an organization you know I had one one customer that was working with me and they had been searching and searching and searching for the right person for this position and they were most distressed because they couldn't find them and then one day they called me and said we found this person and she's amazing she has every skill we were hoping for it's it's fantastic she's wonderful you know I'm like, oh my gosh I said her skills just so far exceed what we were hoping for she's perfect a week later they called me and said you know that perfect person, we have to let her go. <laughs> what do you mean we have to let her go? And I said, well, problem is that she's just weird. I said, what do you mean she's weird, you know? So we got into the disc assessment thing, and what we found out was she was the only one of her style in that entire work team. And frankly, she was an I. She had a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of big picture thinking. She was, she was like so talkative, and they were all completely different than that they were more a more reserved team you know and they they didn't understand why she was behaving the way she was behaving and once we looked at it from the disc perspective and the different styles they were able to turn around and she's still working with that team and it's a very successful team because they've taken time to look at each other's differences and recognize the strength that that brings to their overall team now that's a great illustration of how to handle a situation because if she had been let go from that position, I would suspect she would have felt this sense of failure and bewilderment. Well, what do you mean? You know, why can't you accept me the way that I am? And that failure would have carried her through in other situations. Absolutely. And, and, you know, they, uh, they also didn't look at it from her perspective. She thought they were weird, <laughs> you know, because their styles were so different. So bringing that all together and looking at it and understanding this is this is not personal. This is just human behavior. You know, this is awesome that we understand this and that we can work together to use all of our strengths and not leave out a big section of something that's really important just because they they behave differently than us. I had a vice president of nursing tell me once when I was in a, a high level position in her hospital, she said, Pat, you make me uncomfortable because you're quiet and you think during staff meetings and you don't talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at her and said, well, you know, that's who I am. Uh, I'm reflective. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. But the rest of the yep. people were more in the interactive phase as opposed mm -hmm. to the, the quieter aspect of personalities. But, right. You know, kudos to that person, though, because sometimes what happens in these situations is we don't encourage our, our more reflective people to speak up. And especially like people who have those S tendencies, they'll actually shut down. And they have such 
value to contribute, but they have to feel like they're valued in order to, to really be a strong part of the team. So, you know, people understand the styles are able to say, hey, listen, I know this might be a little uncomfortable for you. I know you're thinking about it, but boy, I'd love to hear your opinion. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. we have to be able to say those things to each other to make sure we're using everyone's strengths on the team. You know, this has been fascinating, Lorna, to look at these personalities because they're, they are aspects of life that we encounter every day. And I think what you've yes. done is given us a framework to be able to identify patterns of behavior, to recognize the importance of knowing what your own style is, and that your style is not universally available everywhere, and there's strengths. As you said, we need the Ds, we need the Is, we need the Ss, and we need the Cs in order to function. Right. Yes, we do. Because we all have different behavioral profiles. You know, but trying to understand where we're coming from, man, the difference it makes, you know, when you when you stop looking at it like it's personal and it's against me and you understand that people are just different. And let's embrace that. Thank goodness we're different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank goodness, you know. We need everyone's strengths. And, and understanding DISC allows that for us. How can our listeners learn more about you? You can check out my website. It's www.lkibbe.com. And you can send me an email. I'd be happy to share more about DISC. It's lkibbe at lkibbe.com. There's a great website called everythingdisc.com that you can go and actually look at sample profiles. So enjoy playing with that. It has a lot of great information, even video. And for the people who are listening, Lorna's last name is spelled K-I-B-B-E-Y. So if you're going to her website, make sure that you've got the spelling correct. And Lorna, <laughs> right. thank you so much for being part of this program, sharing your expertise. You've given us uh, a nice framework and a way to think about how we're interacting with other people. And ultimately, that affects all of our successes as business people. Well, thank you, Pat. I love any opportunity to try to bring us closer together because we all have so much to give. Thank you. You're welcome. And this has been Legal Nurse, Legal Nurse Podcast. Thank you so much for our listeners for being part of this program, sharing this, um, spreading the word about the program. Please leave a review on iTunes, and I so much appreciate your attention. Thanks for being a part of this program. Check out our online training and books at LegalNurseBusiness.com. Expand your LNC skills with our resources. Also, explore coaching with me at lncacademy.com to get more clients, make more money, and avoid expensive mistakes. And finally, join our continuing education program and get monthly trainings at lnccu.com. You'll get two online trainings each month designed to deepen your knowledge and skills. And look forward to having you tune into our programs again next week. Use the code LISTENED to get a 25% discount on this product. You'll put that code LISTENED in the coupon code box during checkout. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Pat Iyer's resources for legal nurse consultants on legalnursebusiness.com. 
Pat coaches legal nurse consultants so they make more money, get more clients, and avoid expensive mistakes. Check out her coaching program at lncacademy.com. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on iTunes. We always are interested in your ideas for new topics. Please leave a comment on LegalNursePodcasts.com. Join our community and get notified of each new episode and receive the transcript of today's program. Complete the request form on LegalNursePodcasts.com. We appreciate you and your interest.